1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Welcome back to the Graybar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldspin swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer.
1: Graybar, your distributor for electrical and datacom needs.
0: Millikens win!
1: Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports
0: Studio, Tom Ackerman.
2: One out, and it is Arenado at the plate. And he hits that ball a ton to left field and backing up to the track, looking up, and it's gone. Into the Mets bullpen, a big fly for Nolan Arenado,
3: his
0: 26th of the year and the Cardinals get on the board here in the fourth inning. Ricky Horton with the call yesterday as the Cardinals and the Mets went at it at Busch Stadium. Arenado with the home run cuts that lead to 3-1, but that happened in the bottom of the fourth and in the top of the fifth. Bases loaded, Daniel Vogelbach. The 1-0, Vogelbach hits it to right field. Backing up on it is Burleson at the wall. It's a grand slam. The ball got over the wall into the bullpen, and the Mets have a 7-1 lead. A grand slam for Daniel Bogleback. And Pete Alonso hit a home run later in the seventh to make it 9 1. Alonso, after apologizing profusely to Mason Wynn for tossing his first hit into the seats, they were able to retrieve it. He gave some gifts to Wynn, including a bottle of Don Julio 1942 tequila. Nice touch. And an apology and a signed bat. Nice job by Pete there. But the Cardinals lose the game 13 2. They got absolutely thumped yesterday. Let's listen in to Cardinals manager Oliver Marmel. Here he is post game. The t- two walks in the same inning. Um, those hurt Miles more than most.
4: And then uh, Boglebox took a good swing off him. Uh, but at the end of the day, a couple homers and the two walks in that same inning, in my opinion. There were, uh, were a lot of meetings on the mound there in that inning, it was probably defensive, setting defensive. Obviously. And what did Dusty kind of go out there to, to talk to him about what did guys see? Um, no, he went out there, make sure the game plan was what it needed to be. Um, made a pitch, got hit a long ways. So earlier this season, when the team was struggling, you said it was a test of uh, I believe it was tough, it was tough, toughness. Toughness, toughness, how to get through. What is, what's this stretch? What is this coming plan right now? The uh the last several days, we just have a tough time scoring. I mean, I think our starters have actually done a really nice job over the last several weeks. Um, we're having a tough time scoring right now. Usually not the case. I feel like our offense has done a really nice job throughout the course of the year. Um, so is it a tough couple games? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but we got to figure out a way to be better tomorrow.
1: I miss a lot of bats, obviously. But sure. What, what can you do to spark any sort of offense?
4: Uh... At, at the end of the day, yeah, you're missing Newton Gorman. But you still got some guys in there that are really good hitters um at the top of that lineup. So it's been a, a little bit of a tough stretch for them uh, over the last couple of days, but yeah, we just need to figure out a way to get back to scoring some runs. Um but overall, I think uh our starters have actually performed okay.
0: Manager Ollie Marmol and I know people jumped on him for that last night because Miles Michaelis gave up 7 runs. People are like, "What?" what are you talking about you they scored 13 runs on you this is a pitching problem not an offense problem he's talking about overall over the last few games not specifically last night right there in that answer so understand some of that frustration comes from going back to adam wainwright starting the first game of this series and actually pitching not that bad and getting no offense not a good tone to set for the series and that I think, stung as much as anything that the Cardinals just can't get both things going at once. It's been the story of the season. The biggest story of the season, though, has been the lack of starting pitching. Even their best pitcher going right now, Miles Michaelis, who started opening day, just didn't have it yesterday. Let's take a listen.
3: No, uh, you know, my stuff felt pretty good. Uh, got some, some traffic there in the fifth and, you know, just didn't make the pitch to get out of it.
4: Miles, how does
3: that fifth inning kind of unravel for you there? Um... You know, walking Alonzo there, maybe going right after him is a little bit better idea. Um, but, you know, threw a good pitch down uh, to Vogelbach. You know, sometimes guys hit pitches that uh, they don't typically hit for whatever reason. Um, I don't think he hits that ball, uh, you know, down very good. But, you know, he kind of reached out there and put a good swing on one.
1: Well, this franchise hasn't been through a season like this in years. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you have to push through and, and finish strong, you know, don't not let um, the circumstances get the
3: best of you. You know, it's
1: just important to
3: go out there every day, you know, trying to get better, uh, you know, working on everything, you know, get better, try to win ball ballgames, uh, try to get better, get ready for next season, you know, work on things, try new things, uh, you know, put on a good show for the fans, um, you know, just try to go out there and have fun, make the best of it. Is that easier said than done? For some guys, yes. How do you, or how do, you do it? How do you personally do it? Uh... I mean, I'm having a lot of fun out there till the fifth inning, uh, then it's not so much fun. So, uh, you know, <laughs> sometimes you got to roll with the punches, but, you know, you got to find something to play for every day. You know, you wake up, you know, little victories. Maybe if it's a hitter not hitting breaking balls well and he goes out there and he hits a couple sliders and, you know, gets on base, does some good things. Or, you know, a pitcher working on, you know, command of a certain pitch could be a bad day, but. Um, you know, I liked my slider today. I've been working on it a lot and I thought I threw some good ones and I had a really good feel for it. Um, you know, that might be something that I'd take away uh, positively from a bad outing.
0: Cardinals pitcher Miles Michael is visiting with reporters after the game yesterday, a 13-2 loss to the New York Mets. Congratulations again to Jose Oquendo and Max Lanier. We carried that Hall of Fame ceremony live from Bally Sports Midwest. And if you'd like to hear it, you can just go right back to our Odyssey app at 10.03 when we started things off with Chip Carey. Spain has won the Women's World Cup for the first time. Olga Carmona's first-half strike gave Spain the victory over England in the final at Stadium Australia in Sydney. Lionel Messi and Inter-Miami, they won the League's Cup. Messi scored early in regulation, converted the first shot in penalty kicks. Miami beat Nashville 10-9 in Nashville on penalties after finishing 1-1 in regulation. Messi scored for the 10th time in seven games. Since joining Inter-Miami, St. Louis City SC plays tonight. 8.30 is Vantage Credit Union game time as City will host Austin. It's 8.30 at City Park in downtown West. You don't think those fans will be riled up? They haven't seen him in over a month in MLS play. Let's listen in. Jen Cease. Jennifer Cease here
5: with Jared Stroud, midfielder for St. Louis City SC. Jared, thanks for your time. Happy to be here. So break. Coach Carnell said that the break was meant to be rejuvenating. It was also to give time back to our loved ones. Were you able to spend some time resting and getting ready again?
6: Yeah, I mean, me and my girlfriend went back and saw my family in New Jersey, and then we spent some time in Manhattan together and saw some of my buddies from back at home and stuff. It was super nice to rejuvenate and just take some downtime.
5: And you guys look pretty energetic when you first came back.
6: Yeah, I think just all the like kinks and everything in your body that's just been kind of like hurting you all year you can just finally rest for like seven days and get over whatever was bothering you so it's nice to come back and feel rejuvenated and now get fit again so yeah i mean it's a less stressful break when you're in first place as well so it was just nice to get a break
5: and he also said that the first couple days back were going to be a bit of a shock to the system any shock for yours
6: i did some work at home and did some fitness and stuff so i tried to not totally shock my body when i got back a little bit early to st louis i just did some sessions on my own make sure that my body wasn't too shocked but it was definitely a little sore that first did <laughs> and stuff, but now it feels good.
5: Like many St. Louisans, I sat at a pub, at a bar. And it was filled that day, February 25th, with St. Louis City fans. I was really excited to see that. Here I am just looking at this team that I barely know, going, I'm not going to get my expectations too high. This There's a new team. I just want to see some good soccer. I want to see a foundation. Like, oh, this is going to be great later <laughs> in the season. And then you guys go out there and I'm like, whoa, we're pretty good. <laughs> and then I noticed you and I had to look you up because I'm like, who is that left wing midfielder? And I mean this as a compliment it. He's a total pain in the butt for the other team. Do you see that as your role? I mean, you never not go for it.
6: Yeah, I mean, every game uh, I've just I've gone for in my career. I don't want to hold back. And as an attacker, I want to create chances. You know, I don't like wasting my time on the field. You know, I never want to like walk away from a game saying, oh, I wish I'd given more. I wish I had created more chances or tried to make that play, even if it didn't come off and I failed or whatever. You know, I don't mind taking risks. Don't mind getting after it and being a young American guy who's come through the system. That wasn't like the prodigy. I never got any youth national call-ups. It wasn't ever, like, easy for my career to get to this point, so I think I just don't like taking things for granted, so sometimes maybe that rubs off in an overly aggressive or rambunctious way, but I think it's just kind of how my career's gone. It's kind of shaped me as a player.
5: That's interesting you said that, because it's actually something you a little talked about in the City Voice podcast is being underestimated. When you are underestimated, maybe you work harder than somebody else who is gifted in other places. Maybe people don't expect what you can do.
6: Yeah, I think that's the thing is, like, if I'm not going to be bigger, faster, stronger, you know, X, Y, and more than every other player then I have to figure out different ways that's going to make me unique and put me above the rest and it's always just been a chip on my shoulder and then just always like progressively try to get better you know and even when the chips are down I mean I had a good support system with my family and stuff so yeah for all the young players out there you don't have to be the biggest or the fastest or the strongest or you know the highest prospect I mean I was a fourth round draft pick I don't even know what I was like probably 85th I mean there was teams passing at that point so it just shows that if you pursue something all the way you can maybe get it
0: Jared Stroud with Jennifer Cease, Y98 FM, will have the pregame at 8.10, and you'll hear that interview in its entirety on the KMOX STL Soccer Report from 5 to 7 today, and then the game is actually, you know, it's listed as 8.30. It actually won't start till almost 9 o'clock. They'll have about an 8.55 start time for that because of national TV. It's going to be uh, carried by Fox, and it's going to be late, but fun. At City Park tonight for St. Louis City SC and Austin. Elsewhere among our partners, the Kansas City Chiefs. You know we carry the Cardinals' city on Y ninety eight, the Billikens here on KMOX, and we will have the Chiefs once again this year, and they looked pretty good yesterday. Patrick Mahomes threw for one hundred five yards and a touchdown as the Chiefs picked up a win over the Arizona Cardinals down in Glendale, Arizona. That was a preseason game for them. And Mahomes, really his first extended action of the preseason, the reigning MVP completed 10 of 15 passes. He played the entire first quarter. They won the game 38-10. The Chiefs' first-team offense wasn't very crisp during its first two drives, fought through a couple of drop passes and penalties. But Kansas City found the end zone on its third try. Mahomes rolled out to his right. He hit Justin Watson for an 18-yard touchdown and a 7-nothing lead. Also, we're watching the BMW Championship because it will be in St. Louis, Bell Reef Country Club in 2026. We're starting to get closer to that. And in Olympia Fields, Illinois, Scotty Scheffler and Matt Fitzpatrick are tied for the lead going into the final round. Sunday at Olympia Fields brings a bunch of races into view. It starts with winning. Eight players are within four shots of the lead. The BMW Championship also decides the top 30 who make it to the FedEx Cup finale next week at Eastlake in Atlanta. There's also the Ryder Cup. This is the qualifying event for the Americans, the final one. Several players are in position to try to earn one of six automatic spots. So there's a lot on the line today at the BMW Championship. Certainly we're keeping an eye on that. We also have in front of us, one week from today, IndyCar at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Next hour at 1145, driver Joseph Newgarden. An in-studio visit on KMOX. John Mosellock, Cardinals president of baseball operations at 1130. Nico Giacchini and Lutz Fannin-Steel starting the 11 o'clock hour on KMOX. Welcome back to the show. It is great to be along with you. Tom Ackerman with our producer Drew Young in studio. And we're going to hear... From one of the city players here momentarily, Nico Giacchini, visiting with Jennifer Cease of our staff. Y98 has the game tonight at 8.30, probably be about 9 o'clock by the time they start playing, about 8.55 because it's on national TV. But Y98 FM has it, Vantage Credit Union game time, and it'll be Joey Zanaboni and Dale Schillie. On the call, the Cardinals just completed their Cardinals Hall of Fame ceremony and just tweeted out a great photo up in the Hall of Fame area with the following people wearing red jackets. Tommy Herr, Ray Lankford, Mark McGuire, Jim Edmonds, Scott Rowland, Ozzie Smith, Ted Simmons, Tony La Russa, Chris Carpenter, John Tudor, Keith Hernandez, Jason Isringhausen. And they're all standing in a row behind Jose Okendo, who is wearing his new red jacket with a big smile on his face, and he should be absolutely thrilled, and we are thrilled, that he is part of this Cardinals Hall of Fame now. And he is flanked by Hal Lanier and Terry Lanier, the sons of Max Lanier, who also goes into the Cardinals Hall of Fame today. Max Lanier, a great member of the Cardinals in the 1940s, world champion in 42 and 44, And a big part of the 43 team with the NL ERA leader that year, Max Lanier. Hal Lanier, by the way, also a world champion, 1982, a third base coach with the Cardinals then. But a great photo and a great day. Just a reminder of how deep the history and success goes in this Cardinals organization. In their first year is St. Louis City SC. And they'll be playing tonight against Austin. Folks starting to get ready for that as we speak, maybe even opening up the bars down there to get a few in them before the 8.55 start. (laughs) Let's turn things over to our outstanding sideline reporter on Y98FM.
5: Jennifer Sees here with Nico Joachini, striker for St. Louis City SC. Welcome into the St. Louis City Caravan. Thanks for spending a couple hours with the fans. Did you have fun?
0: Yes,
2: um, it's always my pleasure. I mean, Without the fans, I say to everyone, it's soccer, football doesn't exist, so uh, I'm always happy to make appearances for the for the people who support us every weekend.
0: Well,
5: I gotta tell you, I'm in some fan groups and there are often Josh Yarrow sightings, Nico Joachini sightings. You come to a lot of stuff supporting City 2, supporting other things. You know, you've got a lot of things to do with your free time. Thanks for spending it doing things like this.
2: I like my community. I like outside of my world activities you know these are still city two is still not part of my team yet but you know these are players who have potential to become part of the team the first team so my support is something that i feel not just fun but mandatory to do as someone of a, of a professional status so i i really enjoy going to all their games i enjoy coming out to see uh, fans it's fun i mean it's something where if we don't do it you know that you're you're lacking that supportive nature, that supportive part of the game. And that's what I want to show the community and the fans that I appreciate them coming to the games and supporting us. And that's why I come out.
5: Well, speaking of that level of support, St. Louis City has two new players, Anthony Marconich and Nokfi Thorisson. So they're with City One, but they don't know Karch Karnell. They don't know you guys. They maybe can look at videotape, but really don't know the system. How is that bringing in new players and getting them to be part of the system and successful? It's good
2: good I think it's something where two young players as well so they're gonna soon enough learn our system of play they're gonna be match fit and they're gonna know what the coach is asking for and they're gonna be able to have chemistry with their teammates which are us and you know everything takes time so being patient with them at the beginning is gonna be good but they've done pretty well so far I mean Nukvi has Trained with us twice now, and Anthony has been there a little longer. I think they're slowly getting in the groove of things, and hopefully, in a few games, they'll be up to up to speed and up to par with everything we're doing.
5: So, speaking of the break, did you actually take a little bit of a break t- away from the ball?
2: I did. Uh, <laughs> I went to Vegas with with uh, Roman and. Uh, we call him Hooch. Okay, I know. Who kids, is Hooch? He's one of the kit men.
5: Oh. Um, he's yes. also on the table tennis, the ping pong yes, that you guys. You so I mean, you're competitive. You with, they're competitive with everything. So soccer tennis, <laughs> ping pong, there's relegation, there's all kinds of trash talk. <laughs> yep. I
2: know. I'm not on that board, but, you know, I'd rather not be. Keep my confidence up. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, so Indiana Vasilev talked a little trash lately about soccer tennis, but then Kyle Hebert said uh, they might be hot lately, but... I remember you and Kyle being in the lead at the very beginning We're
2: eight-time world champions, if I'm not mistaken. So <laughs> at least St. Louis City champions. So, there you go. Uh, Definitely, uh, in the end, Sally will have um, three or four years to, to catch up to us. For, yeah. for catch up. There you go. So
5: in the break, there's League's Cup. And I know St. Louis City didn't get as far as, as, as we wanted to, but I would be remiss. I'm sure you're probably sick of answering this question. But Lionel Messi, it's more of a statement than a question. Do you enjoy having a player of that caliber being in the same league as you? I mean, sure. I mean, I'm not going to play
2: them this year. So it's, it's not going to, I mean, unless, unless they make playoffs. So, you know, if they can pull out that, um, if he can pull that magic out of his pocket one more time and they make playoffs, it'll be fun to play them, you know, I hope. I hope. Because it's always, you know, I've watched a lot of the games, and it's and it's tough. We see all the teams that face them. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. So it's obviously a, a blessing to have a guy like this in the league. Um, you know, with such a role model, such a such a superstar, such a, a world talent. You know, at the end of the day, I'm so I'm so focused on what's going on here that what's going on outside of our box, our bubble is way less. important.
5: And what's in the bubble now is we've said for so long, you know, MLS is a long season. It is. It's a long season, long stretch. But now with like 11 games left, only four at City Park, it feels like a a long sprint, almost a little bit of a sprint, maybe now.
2: Yeah, especially as you said, with all the away games that we have to play. But we've won many away games already. You know, we struggle with some, but we're working on our strengths and on our weaknesses to be able to perform in these games. And we know that, you know, coming up Orlando, which Max' team is going to be a, a tough game because they're also doing well this year. And then what following that is KC, so uh, again, again, <laughs> which is going to be a great game. So you know, these are things where we're excited to play. You know, we have the energy, we have the talent, we have the group, we have the mindset, and we have the hard work to go with it.
5: Well, Nico Joachini, striker for St. Louis City SC, spending a couple of hours this time with fans tonight and here with me. Good luck on Sunday. Thank you.
0: All right, Jennifer Sees, thanks very much for that. You'll hear her later today during the STL Soccer Report on KMOX from 5 to 7, and then you'll want to flip over to Y98 FM for soccer at eight ten with the pregame, and it's about an eight fifty-five start tonight for City and Austin at City Park. Nico Joachini. With us there and coming up next, the sporting director for City, Lutz Steele will join us live as we continue to preview that match tonight. Then we'll flip back over to baseball as the Cardinals are getting ready to take on the Mets. John Moselock, the president of baseball operations at 1130 and some IndyCar at 1145 with the best driver out there, Joseph Newgarden, as in studio visit on KMOX at 11.45, and then we turn things over to Joe Pott at noon for pregame. This is Sports on a Sunday morning, sponsored by Graybar. I'm Tom Ackerman. Back after this.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,